Soldier Field, 24-17. Bears trying to get their 10th win. Here's the boot up in the air. Going up for it. Allen Robinson, he's got it! I want to see the Bears give him an opportunity to prove that he can do this. He's got the ball at the 43-yard line. When all the signs in the world were there. I think that'll be a fade to black moment with Allen Robinson taking it out of the air. That's what you're really hoping for that they really contribute to the team each year, and that you build a great base and foundation. And these loyal fans have been rewarded for their loyalty. It was, it was, it was awesome. It's, we picked up right where we left off. It was fantastic. And they have a Bears team to be proud of right now. Takes the snap, takes a knee, they head to the field. The Bears have won it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of 34 to Glory. I'm your host, Tyler Flesh, and before we get to my father and co-host, Brian Flesh, uh, just FYI, he's joining us from phone today. He has a few symptoms. We don't know if it's just a cold or it could be COVID. Don't worry, we're all vaccinated. We just want to make sure that it's nothing serious. So, just filling people in. Dad, are you there? I'm here, son. I'm good to go. Okay. Well, you definitely sound like you're from a landline, so hopefully people can put up with this. I hope so, too. All right, well, let's just get into this uh, right off the rip. I I don't really want to talk about what we normally do where we go to each side of the ball. Um, The thing I will say is let's just start off with what it is, and that's the... um, the defense, um, the defense, in my opinion, played outstanding and played great. And I had no problem with how we played defensively. We held them, you know, when you hold the team twice on uh, fourth downs and you really shut them down in the red zone, eventually something's going to give. That's been the uh, theme of being a Bears fan under the Nagy regime is uh, when there's no offense, literally none at all to, um, you know, counteract, you know, or to complement our defense, not counteract. That's what we do do is, um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, hats off to the defense. Absolutely. I mean, they were on the field constantly. Um, I, I, it was just a shame, but we'll, we'll get, we'll talk some more about that. Uh, one bright note about on the defense, though, uh, was Robert Quinn. Robert Quinn actually came to play and actually showed up, and it was really cool, and it it really worked out. So, you know, um, Matt got hurt. I don't know how serious it is. He came back into the game. Uh, Keem Hicks got hurt. Don't know how serious it was. Came back into the game. So, with all that being said, you know, Defensively, I have no gripes. I thought we played good. I did too. I, I think it was one of those games that if if we could have scored and had a long drive and given them a rest, I think the game could have gone much, much differently. But um, that just wasn't the way it was and wasn't the way it went. All right. Now that the pleasantries are out of the way, if you have kids in the car or you are listening to us on a speaker that is loud and you don't want to be embarrassed about the following, I suggest you either put in headphones or turn us way down because I am 
irate. I am beyond pissed. Um, this was so predictable, and every single Bears fan has seen this coming from miles away, except our goddamn ownership. I don't know what we're doing. I, I mean, I don't know, Dad. I'll let you talk for a little bit on it. I have to go check on the dog and see. He, see, this this is how bad it's going. The dog has something in his mouth now. I gotta go check. I'll be right back. I'll let you. Give your thoughts on the whole situation. Well, first of all, um, our offensive line was just horrendous. I mean, I, I don't think in 63 years I can remember a Bears game that the offensive line played that poorly. Um, between um, penalties, between blown assignments, uh, we weren't helping anybody out in terms of chipping on the offensive line and, and, and fighting the double teams. Um, they, we were getting rushed from all sides. We weren't picking anyone up. Um, it, you know, it, it's embarrassing. Um, it, I, I don't know how you can think you have a franchise quarterback or a possible franchise quarterback in, in fields and not do anything about the offensive line. I mean, we've known for yeah. quite some time, for, for years, that this offensive line was being patched together. I mean, one of one of the the themes of the draft drafting by the Chicago Bears is we pick people in the first and second round. This time, it's the second round offensive linemen. And of course, we didn't do our homework. The rest of the league did. We thought we got this great deal. Uh, training camp comes. He can't even play. Uh, now he's out on surgery, and you know we just blew a second round pick and, you know, we had to pick up Jason Peters and it's clear that Jason Peters is, it was, was outmanned yesterday. I mean, he's everybody. 30, he's thir- I mean, he's 39 years yeah. old. Exactly. Well, that's what I mean. I, I mean, this is a lack of planning. This is a lack of, uh, it, it's going into a situation in which you, you don't have an offensive line. Um, so I got to get it to Justin Fields. What, I mean, he had a hell of a bad day, but it was not his fault. I mean, he was just getting rushed from every single angle possible. And it, it was so frustrating. The other part, I'll say it right now, that I was completely frustrated about was Matt Nagy was calling plays as if Andy Dalton were in there. Like, yeah. no, you, hey, buddy, hey, you know hey, you've got a different quarterback in there? Hey, I mean, hey, Dad. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to try to like? It's really bad. I don't think the headphones are working. Can you okay. just take the headphones out and just don't put us on speaker? Just like hold the phone to your ear and see if that's any better. And I'll keep talking, sure. and you just let me know when you're back. Sure. All right. A uh, keynote on that. When I went to go check on the dog, I heard offensive line, and we were talking. You were talking about Jason Peters and. I get it. Like, I don't understand where we went wrong as a team when, well, I do, I'm flustered because there's a million things trying to go. Are you back yet? I'm back. Yeah, that's a million times better. Thank you. Great. Um, So, can you say, so you were talking about the offensive line, right, when I went to go check on the dog? Right, right. I was just saying just how horrendous we were and it was no surprise i mean if you look at kind of 
what we've been doing the last couple of years to, to get an offensive line in there. It has, hasn't been much. Okay, but let's, and, let's, let's talk about the offensive line. You can clearly, like, I don't even want to talk about the offensive line. I want to talk about Matt Nagy. Because to me, this is where I'm getting pissed up and pissed off, pissed up, <laughs> pissed off. Yeah. This is where the the shit show begins. Okay, and and, and I'm just going to be frank with the whole thing. You've coached in this league. What is this? His fifth year, right? Correct. I'm pretty sure. It doesn't matter. All those people out there who are saying, "Well, the Bears, you, you know, good luck with Justin Fields. You know, he's already a bust." Blah blah blah. You didn't watch the game, and you don't know football, so you can shut the hell up. Because when a quarterback gets sacked nine times, that is on the head coach. And let me be more specific: a rookie who gets sacked nine times, that is on the the, the head coach. He is a fucking walking talking clown. He is a jackass. And again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like be very clear. I don't mean that as a person. Everything I am saying reflects him as a head coach. He's a jackass, and I can't take it anymore. Why the hell don't you put Cole Komet out there to chip Miles Garrett, who destroyed us? Absolutely destroyed us. Everyone on that offensive line was getting to us, Dan. We had no help whatsoever. None. I know. It, it, it was it was like shooting for them. It was like shooting fish in a barrel. But really I mean, can, but like, what halftime adjustments did he make to leave None. Justin Fields out there to die? He needs to be fired tonight. He should have been fired yesterday during I halftime. And, I, if I had the power, I would go up and deliver the papers personally. You know, and we you know we talked. There. We talk. I, I'm sorry. I'm. I didn't mean to cut you off there. It is difficult no, when we're on the phone and I I can't see verbal cues. Um, the the hard the the thing that pisses me off the most, Dad. The thing that's getting me outraged, just beyond comparison, is there's something going on in the locker room. There is a rift in this locker room. Did you see what happened post game in the interview? I did not. So Matt Nagy walks out there, starts giving all his bullshit explanations on what happened and blah, 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 blah. And then he goes, oh, Justin Fields, he also might have hurt his throwing hand. Well, then Matt Nagy gets up and leaves and all the reporters are like, whoa, whoa, injury, injury. Justin Fields comes back up and he goes, they ask him about his hand and he goes, my hand's fine. What are you talking about? That's a circus. That is a circus. Also, yeah. a full tinfoil hat on here. Did Nagy throw that game on purpose? Because it sure as shit felt like it. It felt like he wanted to throw Justin Fields out to the Wolves. I don't think he's. I don't think he likes Justin Fields at all. And let me tell I, you. I, let me tell you why, Dad. This might be breaking news to you. But did you see what that jackass just released to the media earlier today? No. What's that? All three quarterbacks will be competing this week to see who the starter is against the Lions. Are you kidding me? He is what? a rookie who you gave four draft picks. You gave four draft picks to move up to get him, and you want to sit him because he had one bad game. Anyone, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, you name a quarterback, Joe Montana, I don't care. 
No cornerback is going to succeed with that offensive line, especially when you're a rookie. When it's your first professional start, we did not attempt any slant routes, any comebacks. To those people out there who would like to say, well, Justin Fields got to throw the ball quicker. Bullshit. You can't throw the ball that quick. Okay? You can't. Number two, there's we did nothing to help him. No short screens, no slant routes, no real comeback routes. And by the time the game got so far ahead, we lost the game, and the Browns went so so far ahead of us. It, it, it was it was too late. They they we didn't stretch the field at all. So they were pressing in on everything. You know, Tyler, I had the exact same thought when I was sitting with you watching the game. And then I thought, well, why would Nagy, um, like, throw the game? Like, it almost felt like, hey, do you know you have Justin Fields out there? You can do different things with him. Why are you calling the same predictable plays, the same pattern of plays you called when Andy Dalton was in there? And I'm, like, scratching my head going, what? There's something more going on here. What? What's well, let's let, no sense. let's talk about how bad he got out coached by uh, Skisfansky. I said that name oh. wrong. Skisfansky is that it? Stefan? I always trip Stefanski? over that. I think it's Stefanski, isn't it? Stefanski. There, I said it right that time. It only took me four times. He got his ass handed to him by out coaching. Stefanski showed him, "Look, you can go for it on fourth down, and you don't need to get it." He right. did not threaten the Bears at all. I think Sosfansky was confused on, hey, this guy's a horrible coach. Like, he's doing nothing I thought Justin Fields would do. Can we talk about that real quick? Yeah. Nagy did no RPOs, no bootlegs. Move the pocket. If the pocket is collapsing that much, move the goddamn pocket. It was right. a fucking right. embarrassment. Well, that's, that's exactly why I'm scratching my head, because I'm thinking, if I didn't know better, I would think that Nagy wanted to see Justin Fields do badly. But for what reason? How does that serve him, his purpose? But his it's ego. Like, it's his ego. It has, no to, it has to be his ego, right, Dan? It has to be, yeah. I, gave it to, I gave it to Fields, and, and or I gave it to Fields. Sorry, I gave it to Andy Dalton, and that's who's going to get the job. This is ridiculous. Can I just point out, Dad, what we're doing should have been done in in training camp? Yeah. You don't know who the starter is? This guy is a fucking wreck. Him and Pace. How does Pace get to sit up there? Like, Pace can't draft. Hopefully he got Fields right. There's there's a part of me that wants Fields never to play again because Nagy's going to ruin his career. I don't want him to get out there. Did he ruin? Now the question is, Dan, did he ruin Justin Fields' career? I don't think he's ruined Justin or no, Fields' no, career. Sorry, not Justin Fields. Matt Nagy's career. Did he ruin Matt Nagy's career? Oh, my gosh. Sorry. Did Matt Nagy ruin Trubisky's career? I can't talk right now because the board was screaming at me saying my levels were too high because I was yelling. So I was trying to level that down. So I probably bursted a lot of people's eardrums. I apologize. I will try to keep it down. It's okay. It's all right. I I, I get it. I get the passion. I get where you're coming from. Well, yes. Did, did Matt Nagy ruin Trubisky's career? Yes, because I think I, I here, here's the thing. And I, you said it, Tyler, and I want to – restate it for, for the listeners out there is what's the thing in common with all the, the 
quarterbacks and Matt Nagy. It's Matt Nagy. It's the play calling. And the play calling does not change. It does not get creative. It does not make adjustments. It does not have motion. It is the most vanilla, consistently predictable offense. If I, as a fan, can predict the play 75% of the time, you don't think pros on the defense can predict it 95%? Can can we talk about the motion? The very first play we come out and we ran a weird motion set where we had like uh, trips to the right and it was like a tight end in there with it. And then we ran back to the backfield and they set back down. And the whole time there, Dad, I was thinking, holy shit, we're we're back to the old, this is is Nagy of old. This is it. This is the first year. Yeah. You know, Santa's, what is it, Santa's sled? That's a thing in the past now. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I thought so too. But then after that first play, how much of that did we see after that? That was it. That was it. I don't understand. He is a joke. He should never coach in the NFL again. Another thing, Dad, this doesn't make sense. How do we clean house with Phil Emery and Mark Trussman? I've said this over and over again. Nagy is the worst coach we have ever had in the history of the Chicago Bears. That is not an understatement. He proved it. He solidified it last Sunday. That was the worst offensive performance in Bears history. Yes, the it was. history. We're one of the founding I, teams. The history. Yeah. yeah. I Did we end up with 50 yards? Something like that? No, because of, of that stupid stat. Like, Justin Fields really had like 68 yards passing, but every time you take a sack, it, it takes off the passing yards. So that that's a stupid stat that doesn't really tell the story, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, but it, to, to your point, it was a terrible day. I, I mean, the, the consistent theme here is, you know, Nagy should be fired. He should be fired today. Because he doesn't know, Dad. He doesn't know who the starter is. How the fuck do you not know who the starter is? Hey, you're three weeks into the season and you don't declare a starter. Now, when you sit Justin Fields, what's Justin Fields going to be thinking? If Andy Dalton, or God forbid, if Foles becomes our starter, I mean, but here's the myself. Here's the thing, though, Dad. With that, hopefully Foles or Foles. Hopefully, Fields is a strong enough individual to withhold this bullshit. I just want him to know that like, he has the entire... And I'm going to speak for the majority of Bears fans. We are on his side. This, the, this damn circus with this ringmaster who's also the front-running for the leading clown that's driving the car full of bozos is our head coach. It's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. It, 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 it's shocking to be that bad on offense. Where are the RPOs? Where is the bootleg to move the pocket? Now, yeah, no, yeah, we just we just literally allowed the pocket to stay right in the middle of the field. Never attempted anything creative or different. Uh, it it was the most frustrating game I think I have ever watched as a Bears fan, and I've watched a bunch of frustrating ones. The title of this podcast is going to be Nagy needs to be fired immediately because that's 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 going to be the ongoing and running theme of this. Um, I, I I will knock Justin Fields on one thing. 
Um, I'm not going to be too picky because I honestly feel legitimately bad for him. I just feel like Fields needs to understand this is the NFL and people are fast. So when you roll out to do a bootleg that's not designed, you kind of got to start picking it up, buddy. You're a lot faster than, you know, you can't half-ass jog it or you're going to get taken down by Garrett like that. That would that would be yeah. my only thing with him. No, and I, I think that's constructive. That I mean, you know, that that's the type of coaching – that he needs Tyler from to hear from Matt Nagy. I'm not sure what he's getting from Matt Nagy. I think Matt because Nagy of what hates he's him. getting, if he's what he's getting from Matt Nagy is anything like what we saw yesterday, he's not getting anything. No, I mean, he, this is not the way to build a quarterback. No, it's, it's, this is dreadful. This is 100 percent just just dreadful. It, it, it's words. Can, I'm I, I'm almost cannot talk because words can really not express just how disappointed I thought, and maybe it's because I'm a, I, I'm a fan for so many years. I thought, oh, surely Nagy will do something different with Fields out there than he did with Dalton. And when I started to watch his play calling, and that he didn't do anything different, I'm saying to myself. For what reason? For what end are you not making adjustments? Like, do you not see what's going on on the field? But almost anyone, almost anyone on offense begins to make adjustments based upon the defensive sets that they see and the plays that they call. But I didn't see any of that happening, and I especially didn't see it happening after we come out at halftime in the third quarter. That's when the real adjustments are made. You know who did. You know who Nothing. Di- you know who didn't get out coached that game well, on on our side was Sean Desai. Yeah, I, I think that guy's good. I I didn't know about him, but I I thought you know for for going three and out so many times and him keeping him to only twenty six points. Right, I, I like him. I really right. do. I I think he's I think he's a good coach. I don't think he's head coach material yet because he's pretty young. So uh, let's get into this. Who replaces Nagy? Well, I tell you what. Um, you know, you had mentioned that uh, we were going to talk about this, and I, I tell you, I, I want a retired coach. I want I want a coach who's no longer coaching. And and you're not going to like this, but I like Bill Cowher. I, I I would love for us to go after him. No way. That's ridiculous. I'm telling you who I like. No, that's explain. I, I I think Bill Cowher was a hell of a coach, and I know he's retired now. Um, I think I think he could he could fire up this team. I, you don't you don't think I, the games passed him by, especially? No, no, I don't. But I really what don't. what retired coach out there is actually doing anything? Look what look what look, look at Gruden. We still don't know what that is, and he got ten years, a hundred million dollars. Yep. Yeah, I know. I, I could. I, I I'm telling you that that was the first person that came to my mind. Who would you like to see? I bet my pick will sway your pick, and you won't want your pick anymore. All right. You um, want to put I'm money on ears. this? No, nope. I'm all ears. Brian, Brian Dabble. Brian. Boom. Boom. Brian Dabble, you might not know him, but he's the guy who fixed Josh Allen. He's the Bills offensive coordinator. If he can do that 
with Josh Allen, who everyone thought was gone. He is great at evaluating uh, quarterbacks. Trubisky lit us up. I know that was preseason, but Trubisky looked way better than he ever did before. I think he's. I think he's the future right there. I think wow. you got to go, Brian Dabble. Wow, you had, you had me at hello on that one. See, uh, I, you I, didn't think I, about I, Dabble, did I you? I did not. No, no, wasn't even on my radar. Wasn't on my radar at all. But I, I love, I love that thought. I love. I read about the guy, and I've I've seen some articles on him, um, and everything I've seen has has been extremely positive. Uh, like you said, he, he literally turned Josh Allen around, and uh, that's that, that was not every, not everyone thought that would ever happen. And Josh Allen oh, is exciting it. to watch. He is fun. Oh. he's a mobile quarterback yeah. with a big arm. Oh, we were talking about that yesterday. I said that you know. Part of the reasons I like to watch the Bills is, is most of the reason I like to watch the Bills is Josh Allen. And I, I mean, de- don't get me wrong, their defense is outstanding, but but I love watching Josh Allen um, throw that ball around the field. You want to you want to know what I do if I'm the Chicago Bears and I'm in a vice president position? What's that? I step in as GM. I relieve Ryan Pace of his due, due diligence I, or duties, not due diligence. I say, hey, Ryan Pace, there's a door. Don't let it hit you on your ass on the way out. Then I fire Matt Nagy and I get an intern coach. I don't care who it is. Hell, promote Sean Desai. I don't care because they're not going to be my head coach. I'm going to go over. I'm going to hit up Brian Dabble. I'm going to get him on my team. Hey, you know what? Better yet, we should just try to trade for Brian Dabble. That's a thing that can happen. Oh, People forget about that. Right. You can trade, you can trade coaches for coaches. Why not try yeah. something different and unique? Okay? Another oh, thing. An yeah, right? What? Another yep. thing on top of this. We, why, we don't need a GM right now. A- after the trade, I mean, maybe hold off to week six when the trade deadline's over. After that, we don't need a GM. Okay. Anyone can do it. Have Ted Thompson step in and do it. But then I would fire Ted Thompson right after that. Hell, have the McCaskies just do nothing because that's what they're doing now. Like, I see that Barstool Chicago has sell the team t-shirts out. I mean, we talked about this a long time ago. But but mm-hmm. but everyone's jumping on with this podcast now. To be fair to them, I don't listen to their Redline Radio podcast, so they could have been talking before about it before us. I'm not saying that we're like the the almighty creators of all content and we come up with the best ideas. I'm not. I'm saying welcome to whoever's on this idea with us because either the team needs to get sold or you need to show me that you care about this team. And right now. McCaskies, you are not showing me you care. You're you're showing me that you don't give a damn about this team. Well, it's it gets back to that discussion we've had. Is is it, we always look like we're just happy to be there? You know, that's not that's not how you can that's not how you make it in the NFL. It really isn't. Hey, I've got to go on mute for just a second. That's fine. So. The whole thing behind this, the the reason I bring up the the trading, and I I just feel like we have to get creative in some kind of way. Now, honestly, what I would do though is I I would kick everyone out. All right, I'm back. Okay, <laughs> I would have kicked everyone out, and I would have taken over if I'm the owner. I would have taken on full responsibilities, 
and then I would have gotten to the year of Brian Dabble. I don't know what the rules are specifically. I don't know if you can sign a sign a head coach while he's still coaching, you know, and be like, I know they do that sometimes in the playoffs, so I don't know how that works. If you have to wait till the season's actually over, but I would have a verbal contract in place if that's not tampering. And I mean, I don't see why it would be. We're in the NFC. They're in the AFC. They're going probably to the playoffs, most likely. We're not even going to sniff the playoffs. So that that's that that that'd be my whole concern, Dad. Dad, that's not my whole concern. But um, man, I'm really messing up my words today. I'm so angry and flustered. I apologize to listeners. That that that'd be something I would do. Yeah. No, I I, I love the idea. I I, I think it's creative. Um, it's, it's new. That's what, that's what we're missing as Bears fans is every year we look like the same play year after year after year. And come on, where's the new blood? Where's the new ideas? Where's the creativeness? Where's the motion? It's just so frustrating. Ugh. I, and remember, if if anyone wants to vent out there, this podcast is more than willing to let you vent. <laughs> oh, please do come 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 on board. So I, I I've given out the phone number before. I will type it actually in the description of the show. I don't have my phone on me right now. Hold on a second. Let me reach over and get it, Dad. You stall for a second. Yeah. No. I I I just think. The, the more we can get listeners involved in really telling us how you feel and how you see, Tyler and I have known each other so many years, we sometimes, you know, miss different points of view. And, and I love the fact, I would love to hear Bear fans call in, tell us what you think. Tell, tell us we're full of crap if you think we're full of crap about Maggie and this team. So if you'd you know? like, with we that, want to hear it. With that, you know? With that being said, if you'd like to sound off on that, the number is 260-639-4439. Again, 260-639-4439. I know that we're not live right now and people cannot hear this. Maybe eventually we'll start recording these on YouTube so you can see our ugly mugs and all the good (laughs) stuff, and then you can call in live. Leave a voicemail or DM me. At uh, 34 to glory on all social networks. And I promise you, we will get back to you. And if you want to be on the show, fine. Like I said, if you want to leave a voicemail, I've checked them. We don't have any. I'll play it on the show. I have no problem. You can say whatever you want. You can yell at us. You can yell at whoever. I just want to get that out there. Now, back to the complaining. Yeah. I, I think that's the way to go forward to me you got to take a chance on brian dabble i think that's that's the only one out there who i really want that's well he's not the only one anyone pretty much anyone will be better better than you know naggy i haven't looked who's come down from the kyle shanahan tree i you know that would be nice i might like someone like that but at the same time i don't know if i would just in the aspect of lafleur came down from there and i don't know how good he is he seems to be kind of an idiot so you know we can't get shanahan it's either that dad or we have to literally we we have to do something we have we have to maybe we just trade for a coach now we got to figure something out yeah you, you can't do you can't continue to do more of the same it's just craziness 
you know, and expect different results. And right now, the, we're going in the wrong direction. I, I, I don't think Nagy, to be honest with you, I don't think he has the locker room anymore. I know he doesn't have the locker room. I mean, if you listen to former teams and former players, it's, it's, it's bad. It's so, really bad. My question to you is very simple. If if he starts Andy Dalton against the Lions, did he lose that game on purpose? Oh, gal, you know, I don't want to go there, but you, you got to. I mean, it's a great question to be he asking. Didn't, he didn't even do the basics. Everyone knows if you have an elite edge rusher, you chip him. Yeah. If you chip him, he will slow down. It'll we give didn't do it. Yeah, so I, I feel like if he starts Dalton, Dad, that's just a clear indication of he doesn't give a flying fuck and that he threw the game on purpose. That, that I don't – part of me doesn't even want to go there, but I get exactly where you're, you're coming from because, like I said, I was so humbled as to what are we doing? Why, why aren't we making adjustments and – well, here's the um, thing: if, though, they, if they start, if they start Andy Dalton, or worse yet, even our third stringer, which I, I, at this point in time, I would not even be surprised. Yeah, but Dad, um, he, here's the thing, though. Here's what I also want you to remember: remember, he basically just made up an injury for Fields. Yeah. How do you how do you not know that your star player or not star player? He's not star player yet. He's your starting young, hopeful up and comer. And you don't know yeah. if he really hurt his hand or not, so you just blab something out to the media. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What is that? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, where 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 you where are you coming from with that? It doesn't make. Uh, I, I hear you. It doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. So, you know what's going to break my heart, and I'm going to be dead serious. The Lions are not that good of a team. So whoever gets that start is going to have better yards and better is going to play better than Fields got to against Cleveland. Look, Cleveland's a good team. Now I did take some shots on them, and I did really think we were going to win. I do want to start talking about this. What the hell happened to our offensive line? Because we played Dan so good, I thought against Aaron Donald and the Rams, and we just completely. It was like Peters was double-teaming people when he didn't need to. Daniels was getting burnt off the edge. Burnt on the edge as a guard, which I didn't even know that was possible. But, I mean, it was it was a, it was a disaster. And the only one that really stuck out to me, was, like, that didn't really get killed that much, and maybe I'm wrong here, but because, I, you know, there was chaos across the whole line, was Cody Whitehair. Yeah. Well, you know, you know the first game we, we played, they don't change, even though they change their defensive scheme a little bit, they don't change their looks very much. Cleveland did a lot of changing their looks and where they were placing guys. And I, I just don't think the communication is at all there with our offensive line. I don't think they have played enough to communicate well. I Clearly, they're not helping each other out. Um, maybe part of that is on coaching that, that – I mean, some offensive line coach should have said, hey, guess what? You're playing against some pretty good edge rushers. You're going to have to help out uh, a couple of you guys and, and chip on them to, to, to slow them down. But that didn't even look like it was happening. So 
I mean, you you, you got to kind of wonder, you know, if it's not just Nagy, it's just a complete offensive breakdown altogether. Yeah, I mean, but like there was just so many problems, and and I've heard this too, and I this doesn't make any sense when people want to push back, like when Nagy's saying all of a sudden, like. It's like he's listening to outside voices when people are like, dude, the Fields played like shit. Fields was horrible. It doesn't make sense to me because he didn't turn the ball over once. No picks, no fumbles. What more do you want from a young rookie in his first start? I get to move the ball downfield, but when you have no offensive line and you're still not turning it over, to me, that was an upside. To me, to be rushed like that, and there were reports, Dad, where Peters was picking up Garrett late, and I don't blame Justin for this. He'd flinch because he was terrified. Yeah, yeah. So there's no, a part I, of me yeah. that maybe says, "Hey, you know what? Go ahead, let let um Dalton play the rest of the year. Let him burn this thing to the ground." Like I said, when the season was about to start. And we thought he'd be the starter the whole time. That's fine. I don't care. Maybe we're better off if if Nagy leaves his filthy, grimy hands off fields. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, it, maybe. I, I I hadn't really thought about that. I I don't um, know. I'm just looking for. I, I'm trying. I am well, normally yeah, a glass well, half empty kind of guy. I'm trying to see where the glass is half full. Yeah, I know, and and. And I, I think you're right where a lot of Bears fans are today is we're just simply scratching our heads and trying to make sense of what we saw yesterday because it just doesn't make any sense the way we played. And, and you try to, to go through all the scenarios. Okay, how much of it was coaching? How much of it was the players? How much of it was an off day? How much of it was scheme? I, I mean, it just – when you have that kind of – collapse um it, it it's got to be it, you know the fish thinks from the head down man the fish always thinks from the head down and and i think maybe what we're starting to see is that nagy has not only lost the locker room he is it's now starting to show greatly on the field and um you know we gotta turn this around Man, this is the shit I didn't want to do this year. I didn't want to have yeah. these podcasts again. Yeah. But what else are we supposed to talk about? We have to talk about the issues that that are here and now. And, and, do, and do, do we yeah. do do we go out and get offensive linemen? No, no. I, I, I you know what? I, I don't think should we? Yes. Will we? No. I, I don't think. There, I don't know if we care enough. You got to care. You got to care enough to be able to say, you know what? Just fielding a team is not good enough. Just showing up on Sundays or Mondays or Thursday nights is not good enough. And and you know, right now that's that's kind of where our team's at in terms of the leadership and its management. Is we seem okay with it because we've all known the issues that face this team for the last two or three years, we have said over and over again, and a lot of a lot of Bears fans agree with us about what those issues are in terms of the offensive line, in terms of the corners, the safety. That, but 
most of all, just the lack of creati- creativity when it comes to play, play calling. I mean, it's just as if, almost as if, uh, you know, let's not risk anything. Let's not really try. Oh, we got it. We got a, you know, a couple yards. We're good. I, what the heck is that? This is not winning football. Yeah, it's it. Well, I like I said, I don't want to be Sorry. here. I, you're fine. I I don't want to be here. I don't want to have the same show. But we continue to have it, and it, yeah. Yeah. we just got to keep powering through it like everyone else. Yeah. I mean, we're all yeah. in this together, and it sucks. I we I are. feel bad because, like I said, man, if Dalton gets the job, I, we're gonna hear people who are not Bears fans go look how much better Dalton played. Guys, it's Detroit. They're not good this year. They're 0-3. I hope to God we can move the ball against them. You know, yeah. and usually, I want to get this out there too. Usually, I I get kind of pissy and mad at David Montgomery. I, I can't get mad at him this game. It was a disaster. Yeah. yeah. Also, it, it was- I have a question for you. Are you concerned about our medical team? Like, what is taking Tariq Cohen so long to get back? Oh, I've been concerned about that. I, I'm like, I'm like, well, wait a second. What? I mean, what was this guy doing during doing during the off season? What kind of um, therapy, training, physical therapy was he get? Was he getting? I, I'm concerned about a second round pick that had a back problem that all of a sudden we seem to find out in training camp. Um, I can go on and on about. Well, it's let's, almost as if these things are, are giant surprises to us and not to the rest of the league. I know. It's like we're not doing physicals on people. Or is it there? Is there a place, Dad, where your head goes where you're like, you know what? Is Tariq just not wanting to come back? Because he's like, ugh, I don't want to deal with this shit. Well, it, it, yeah. I mean, you know, if you're if you're a player on this team, you're not thinking Super Bowl. You're, you're thinking this is kind of a shit show and maybe I need to sit out and, and get under new management. I could easily see um, someone who was hurt going, well, I'm not really clamoring to get back in on this season. Uh, and, and who knows, you know, does that, you know, does that play a role? And this I should, think it can. This should be a lesson to the Bears, too. This isn't college, okay? You know, where one person come, where one head coach comes in and gets the other head coach's recruits. This is in college. So what I mean by that is Matt Nagy comes in off John Fox. He goes 12 and 3. Or 12 and 4, right? 12 and 4, 16 games. 12 and 4. I know, simple math eludes me. He goes 12 and 4. Okay, his first year. When a guy continually goes down from that, that doesn't make any sense with nothing changing. Nothing really changed. If anything, you should have got better because you had a young rookie. I mean, everything was fine. I I don't get it. I think that the Bears need to take this and learn a lesson. Just because someone has one good year doesn't mean you just gush out money for them. I, I mean, and they keep those contracts, you know, pretty close to the vest. At least the Bears do. So who knows what's going on there? I just think that yeah. we we have to learn from our mistakes. And I don't understand how Mark Tressman was fired so quick when this clown show bozo jackass 
is 20 times worse. Yeah. He's worse. Yeah, he, he really is. At least at least Mark Trussman would attempt to make some adjustments, and you would go, oh, okay, well, I can see he's, he's, he is trying to um, adjust to the defense. He is, he is, you know, doing different play calling. I, I, all I saw yesterday Mark was the same old, same old. Mark Trussman's biggest downfall was hiring Mel Tucker. That's what got him yeah. fired in the end. Well, yeah, yeah, because Mel Tucker had the shift defense, which all it did is shift us into losing. Yeah, shift, so, shifted the opponent's ball in the end zone. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, I, I, I you know, here's the deal. Um, when, when the Bears' front office really starts to take a good look in the mirror, and they they can't keep blaming it on the players. They can't keep blaming it on you know we don't have talent. Um, we have pissed away so many draft choices. We have pissed away so many opportunities with people, and we have to look. Sometimes you just have to look in the mirror and say, you know what? Maybe the man in the mirror looking back to me at me is the problem. And until our management gets to the point where they can say, you know what, maybe we're the problem. You know, we found the enemy. The enemy is us. Um, Maybe that will be when we make change. But at this point in time, I I don't see that kind of culture coming up. I I don't see from our history that that's the kind of self-introspective culture we have. And, and, And it really frustrates me because Good organizations and good teams are able to look at themselves and make true adjustments based upon, you know, this is an area we're weak in. This is an area we need help in. We don't have the personnel right now. We don't have the personnel to, to, to make these decisions, and we don't have the personnel to, to, do the, to, to train these people and, and, to, and to really coach them up. Uh, I, I just think it's, it's going to have to be a complete cleaning of house from the top down if we ever want to see this organization consistently in the playoffs again. Yeah, I agree. I agree completely. I I don't I mean well said. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go from there other than to next week's game. So let's talk about next yep. week's game. We're home against the Detroit Lions. Lions are 0 and 3. We're 1 and 2. How do you see this game going? I, I think we've always played Detroit Lions well. I, I think um, Goff has had nightmares against our defensive front. He's, we know how to play Goff. He, he's never done real well against us. Um, I, I believe that you know Detroit's a very winnable game. Um, what I am really wondering is, one, who's, who's going to be our quarterback? Um, two, are we going to ever see anything more than, I mean, I don't know how many times we continue to run on first down without passing. I don't know how many times we decide that, you know, the RPO really isn't an option for us. Um, so do we win? Yes, because you know what? The Lions are just that bad. And do we win because of our coaching? No. Do we win because of our play calling? No. Um, we will win because they are just that bad. Um, and, and that's how I feel. Yeah, I mean, I hear you, and I, I don't know. I thought we'd win against the Browns. I thought we had a glimmer of chance. We got absolutely destroyed. We lost by 20 points. We're favored against the uh, 
Lions at home. We are minus three and a half for those who but like I tell to you bet. What, yeah, I tell you what, though, if you want to, if you want a blueprint of how we shouldn't play and how you should play against us, watch the Cleveland game. That's what the that's. If I was Detroit, granted they don't have the edge rushers that. That's the, what I was just about to say. Even they don't have the edge rushers that that. But I tell you what. If you can't, if you can't take advantage of that offensive line, after seeing how they handle double teams, I would, I would be throwing double teams. I, I would say, hey, listen, they haven't figured out that you can, you can put other guys out there and help at least chip on them and slow them down, because obviously the Bears haven't figured any of that out. So you know, why not? I just they, they, they don't have the same personnel by far. I'm not saying that. Don't don't hear what I'm not saying, but you do hear that I think that there's a bit of a blueprint there for how to play it. Yeah. I agree. I agree. So I just That's what I see happening. My 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 problem is I, I'm I, I think I said this before. I'm scared because like if Dalton gets in, he's gonna do a lot better and it's like that's not fair. I think you gave up too much now. You don't turn away from fields no matter what. But Again, maybe you do. Maybe that's better to protect him. That's if Nagy goes next year. I thought he should have been gone last year. I had many podcasts where I go on rants and I start chewing you out going, no, it has to be this year. It has to be done. Well, guess what? It doesn't. We're in the same damn position every (laughs) single time. Yeah. I don't know, Dad, if we can beat Detroit. I'm going to be completely honest with you. They looked really good in that Green Bay game before the rain came in the second half. They were up 17 to 14 at half. I mean, Green Bay's yeah. defense did look atrocious. I think we're better than Green Bay's defense, you know, and I think the game was a lot closer for Detroit and Baltimore um, yesterday yeah, I, because I, I, Marquise right. Brown, Hollywood Brown, who's now Marquise Brown, because. He dropped. You can't be called Hollywood and drop three touchdown passes. Like so, you know the stats kind of lie in that game. If you weren't watching that game, you know the Lions probably should have had that win. It probably should be honestly right now one, two, one and two teams going at it. Yeah, they, they probably should. And and you know um, Green Bay's defense did look horrendous against Detroit, but I watched a little bit of the San Francisco Green Bay game. And their defense actually looks like it, it has stepped stepped up a bit. So I, I don't think you can really kind of kind of expect that to be the standard. I think they they had a, a bad game. Um, I see us I see us beating Detroit. I really do. I think I think we could beat them as much as you know by ten. Um, I know the line's not going to be minus ten at home for the for the Bears. I know that, but um, I, I I do think it's a very winnable game. But like I said, it's winnable because of the talent on the field. It won't be won by our coaches, um, especially our offensive coach, um, and who's ever doing the play calling. I, if Nagy's doing the play calling, um, God, I, 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 I think it's just terrible. Uh, maybe he's not doing the play calling. I think maybe he is. No, he, I think yeah. he pretty much his ego. He's reinstated. Yeah. So. So it's not going to be because Nagy all of a sudden figures out how to play football and that, you know, you can, you can do more than, you know, you can call more than three or four plays. And, and by the way, you don't have to run on first down at the time. And, 
and you don't have to throw the ball on third down. Well, you do have to throw the ball on third down if you make first and second down so hard to, um, you know, get a get a third down, hard to get a first down. So, yeah, I guess in some ways he continues to put himself in the same hole over and over again, which may be why he has the same pattern over and over again. But uh, as a fan, I can tell you that I've had a belly full of it. And will I always watch Bear games? Absolutely. I love the Bears. I always will love the Bears. Will I enjoy them? Uh, I'm not so sure. Um, and it's, it's really hard to enjoy them when you see so many mistakes made that are so correctable and no one steps up to correct them. I think we could lose this game. I think we could, oh. man. I mean, I'm not going to throw – from what I saw last weekend, I have no faith in anything we do. Anything. I mean, well, they're, they're, everyone in the betting community is calling us the under kings because under Matt Nagy's offense, we always hit the under. Always hit the under. The under for this game is 43 and a half. Oh, wow. And that means each team has to score more than 21 points. What's the last time we scored 21 points? I can't even think of the last time we scored 21 points. I, I'd have to go back through the archives and look. Yeah. I mean, it, it just doesn't – I mean, that's three touchdowns or that's, you know, I mean – I, I it, it's been so long I can't even remember who that was again. I mean the we scored we scored twenty in the uh in the second game. Yeah. I mean that's all I got. Not not yeah. more than twenty one. Yeah, I know. So I don't So I, so I, yeah, I don't Yeah. I'm a little under the weather today. Yeah, that's understandable and completely fine. I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna do. I don't know what to expect out of this game. I know I keep saying I don't know, and that's just because I don't know what to expect. So let, let let's play a game real quick. Let's play a game called. Well, first off, do you think the Bears fire Nagy in this season? Uh, at the end of the season, yes. I don't think they'll have the not. What about if we just? What if we fall out of playoff contention? I don't think they have the kahunas. They'll they'll wait. It, it's just so bear-like um, for the, this management to um, – they'll just wait for, for the end of the season because, you know what, they don't really care as much as the, the fans care. And, and and for them, it's just going to be a business transaction at the end of the season um, that they will announce that, you know, they, they fired Nagy. Hopefully they will fire Nagy and Pace as a pair. Um, but, no, it will, it will not happen during the season, I can tell you that. No matter how bad we play, and and I honestly believe that. I don't. I you don't think if we if we start ripping off loss after loss after loss, nothing. No, nothing. They'll wait till the end of the year. Oh, I don't know, man. If I, I so, what? Okay, let, let's say hypothetically we lose to the Lions. I don't see us winning another game till eleven eight November eighth. Monday Night Football against the Steelers. So let, the schedule goes Lions, then Raiders, then Packers, then Bucks, then 49ers, and then the Steelers. Wow. I think you're I think you're right on target. Steelers is the after Detroit the Steelers is the next real winnable game. What if Couldn't we what, but what let, let, let's just play a game. What okay. if we lose to the Steelers? Then it's the Ravens. Then it's Thanksgiving against the Lions. 
Then we go Cardinals, then Packers, Vikings, Seahawks, Giants. That's probably the next winnable one, the Seahawks maybe, but we are traveling to Seattle for that. I d- <laughs> well, the next winnable one is the Giants, I think. or the Yeah, that's the uh, second to last game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're yeah, telling me Vikings, we, we Vikings I mean maybe maybe the well maybe the Lions too I don't know how that one's going to end. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you're telling me you don't think hypothetically if we lose next week that's that's 1 2 3 4 5 6 that'd be a 6 game losing streak they don't fire him? No, and I tell you why. They don't have the passion that we do as fans. For us to put up with this is miserable, but for them, this is just business. And it is not about winning. If it was about winning, they would be making different choices. They would be taking action. Their inaction tells me over and over again that they're not passionate like the fans are who love this team. So when you're not passionate about something, you're just going to allow things to run out. And that's what they're going to do. And I believe that oh with my all my God. I hope you're so wrong. I, I I don't think I would love to be proved wrong, but I don't think I will be. I mean, a six-game losing streak. Yeah, it's. I'm telling you, man, it's going to be brutal. Um, you know, get out the cold drink and uh, have a designated driver, fair fans, because this is it, this is going to be brutal. I don't even know. I mean, I'm, I'm I'd be baffled because I maybe we could beat the Raiders. I don't know who the Raiders are, but if they if they're the Raiders that are good, they're gonna come out and kill us. I I don't know, well, man. The Raiders the Raiders almost drop always drop to a team they shouldn't drop a, a, a given L to. Yeah, so, that was know, almost the could, Dolphins we last week. Exactly, and and so you know the, the Ravens. I mean, the Ravens, the, the Raiders came out and, and had great wins uh, against the Steelers. It wasn't it the Steelers and Ravens. They, they had two really great wins um, back-to-back, and um, I thought they were going to go down against the Dolphins. They came back. But, see, we're, we're that team. That's the frustrating thing. We're that team that you don't want to be, and we're there. And we're past there. And the fact of the matter is that if we pull out five wins this year, I will be amazed. I will absolutely be amazed if we get five wins at this point in time. Yeah, I, it's, I, not, it's not good, man. No. no. So, you know, I, my, my prayer and, and as well as wish is that the um, organization, the Bears organization, upper management, um, takes a good look in the mirror and and realizes that this is the same old, same old play over and over again, and maybe they're a part of the problem. Because if someone doesn't do that up there, it's going gonna, it's gonna to just repeat itself like Groundhog Day over and over and over again. And that's not me being pessimistic. That's, no, that's not me, at all. That's me knowing the organization. That's me knowing how inactive they've been in making corrections to what everyone in the world can see is clearly correctable. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's, it's, it's 
I'm with you, man. Well, hey, let's wrap up this episode. Right. I think we've harped yeah, on buddy. everything enough. Real yeah. quick, though, I just want to mention, I know we're a few weeks out from it, but uh, uh, October 24th, the Bears play the Bucks. That episode will come out. It will just come out a little later. I am flying down that weekend to Austin, Texas to watch a Formula One race, so I'll be doing that. Um, I'm hoping I can even watch the game. It's going to be a little tricky because the race starts an hour before the Bears kick off, but the races usually don't last that long. So, you know, I'm, I might see bits and pieces. I will. I promise I will rewatch the whole game, though, in its entirety. I do have the access and availability to do that. So I just wanted to throw that out there. I won't get home. I leave on a Friday. I don't get home till about a Wednesday. So that podcast might come out a little later because I don't think, Dad, you want to run the board and figure out how to do take a crash course just for one episode. I really don't. Uh... So I was just throwing that out there. Remember, again, um, if you like our show, um, I don't say this often because it's super fucking annoying and I hate when other podcasts do it. But it really does help, guys, if you give us a follow and then if you also just leave a review and it can be short and sweet. It can be whatever. Uh, hopefully, it's a five-star review. If it's not, you know, reach out to us. Tell us how we can better ourselves. We're always up for criticism. But, uh, again, though, if you want to give us a call also, the number is 260-639-4439. I will type it up in the description uh, let us know what you think of what's going on with this organization. Leave us a voicemail. We will play it. If you have a question, you can leave a question on the voicemail. If you want to tell us we're wrong, you can leave a question or a statement on the voicemail, and we will play it. Promise. There's very yep. There's very few things we love to do better than talk Bears football. So also yeah, call. and you, and you can be anonymous too. You don't have to give your name, yep. your location, anything like that. You know, you you can be Peter from outer space. Like it does not matter to us. Well, you know, we will take it seriously. But if you leave a goofy, stupid message that has nothing to do with the Bears, we're not going to play that. Yeah. And by the way, if you are if you are Matt Nagy and you do call us, we will know your name. We yeah, will know no, we, I will have a talk just the way I'm having. I know he won't like to have that talk, but we'll have that talk. And it will be very frank. And if he doesn't hang up on us, should be a good show. Yeah, exactly. All right. Remember, it's okay. always a good time when you... Bear down. A little delayed, but that's okay. That's the beauty of the phone. I can't believe he just hung up during the middle. I'm talking over the intro. 